हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 18 डेवलपमेंट प्लानिंग नेचर एंड स्कोप देयर इज करंटली ऑन अ पैराडाइम शिफ्ट इन डेवलपमेंट पॉलिसी फ्रॉम सोशलिस्ट टू नियोलिबरल आइडियोलॉजी विद द कोलैप्स ऑफ द सोवियत यूनियन the socialist model of development has been largely discredited forsaken in favor of liberalized free market dispensation it has significant that apart from economic legitimacy the percepts of capitalist world have gained in political rationality or legitimacy in that disputations apart the west has uni equally vocally won the cold war hence development economic has political undercurrents which have to be taken cognizance of in order to appreciate or understand completely the economic rationality or political legitimacy of the recent shift in development economic paradigm public policy in developing countries is under heavy influence of suggestions from the international agencies like the world bank and imf the wto following the gatt forms the new environment of constraints for public policy formulation in developing countries such as india the economic rationality behind the shift is the failure of earlier paradigms in reducing poverty in the third world and the hope that freeing international trade barriers and opening up economies in the third world will increase business opportunities or expansion leading to accelerated creation of jobs and therefore wealth in this unit we would attempt to understand the implication of such developments with respect to the scope of development planning in india for rural development at district level the requirements thereof and the institutional arrangement present or desirable for the same following the 73rd and 74th amendments district planning had not been given requisite attention despite repeated calls from the subject matter specialist owing mainly to system constraints such as inadequate plan efforts at the state level inadequate consequent devolution to local levels lack of expertise at the local level for planning poor local administration and so on in the 73rd and 74th amendments provision has been made for a district planning committee for desired area based spatial planning and a state finance commission 
to govern resource distribution between the state and panchayat institutions. In this unit, we will explore the role these essences are expected to play within the context of the neoliberal paradigm of development planning. India is through a stage of transition from a mixed economic model of indicative planning to a relatively freer economy. Focus would be on the scope of development planning in the new dispensation and the requirements thereof in terms of institutions and processes. The conflicts and the contradictions as well as the merits of the new state of affairs would be studied. Now, let us discuss rationally of development planning. It would not be fair fetch to suggest that development planning draws its economic arguments or rationality from the public finance school of economics, which is based in J. M. Kenny's theory of income and employment. Public finance implies more government as opposed to less government, preferred by liberalist and now public choice theorist. Simply put, as per the more government arguments, the government has to intervene in a benign way of correct the distortion of the market left free, the market mechanism would not facilitate resource allocation in favor of non-profit public works and social schemes for the poor, which are essential for the development. Hence, the government has to partake proactively in development by means of increased public spending on employment generating activities or projects in order to augment the level of income and thereby demand in the economy, boost production economy for overall growth. The state has to fight poverty and inequality by innovative resource generation measures such as differential taxation in favor of the poor and resource allocation in budgets with a redistributive agenda. Hence, public expenditure should be incurred in on the basis of planned schemes to meet the targets of the income and employment for the masses and resources allocated accordingly to set and as per plan. Expenditure being talked about is capital expenditure, which is incurred mainly through external and internal borrowings. In the past few decades, non-planned revenue expenditure has grown at the expense of the capital expenditure, plan and non-plan. In simpler words, it meant that the maintenance expenditure incurred in meeting daily expenses such as establishment charges, servicing equipments, 
paying salaries etc at has grown so much that state government had had to perform cut capital expenditure what is mainly development expenditure incurred on plan works resultantly essential developmental tasks such as building infrastructure setting industries have suffered in states stress therefore in development planning is on curbing maintenance expenditure by cutting on staff budget which implies scaling down massive underemployment in the government especially in areas where the state has performed relatively insufficiently and the civil society is relatively well institutionalized expenditure would be incurred on employment generation schemes such as public works in rural areas to augment prevalent levels of income and employment now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self learning podcast